0: What's up, Dirty Cones?
1: What's up, Dirty Cones?
0: It's uh, Monday. Mm
1: -hmm. November 2nd.
0: Yeah, because tomorrow's the 3rd.
1: Tomorrow's the 3rd.
0: But we're not worried about that. Mm -mm. Because we watched a wonderful movie last night. Mm. Uh, A movie and a book. Mm -hmm. They're entitled The Power of One. Mm -hmm. It's written by a guy named Course Brightney. Mm -hmm. Um, Book came out when we were 14. Mm -hmm. Seven so eighty nine, and then was a movie in ninety two when we were seventeen. Wow, mm-hmm. uh, just a little,
1: little bit ago.
0: Both very powerful. Talking about apartheid.
1: Yeah. Yeah.
0: And uh, like you recognize, that it's a pretty violent movie. There's a lot of sadness and death, and um, but the main character perseveres. Grows, Thrives Puts a smile on And keeps on going And then some And then some
1: Yeah
0: It's a To me it was a very Powerful book And a powerful movie And a statement Especially to a 14 year old boy Reading that And you know Like when In the book club When we read uh, Gates of Fire And people were like Whoa War's pretty violent Mm -hmm. You know It's not just like Call of Duty, you get respawned and Mm -hmm. and not to say that people don't they know that once you die, you die but I don't think that they know because, I mean, look, uh, American um, news doesn't show bodies occasionally something might slip through but you don't see it like they show on uh, Al Jazeera or Univision or anything where you see, like
1: all everything, everything,
0: everything. There's no blurred anything. Right. Yeah. And so, uh, I for I had forgotten because I mean, it's been a while since we watched a movie. I I didn't know. I was also present pleasantly surprised to find out that it was one of Michael's favorite movies. Yeah, he was.
1: He, he was but all he excited. He's <laughs> he like, was totally shocked. Yeah,
0: watch it. I was like, wow. It's <laughs> <less> right
1: now. <laughs> <Yeah>. uh,
0: <laughs> so. Um. So many messages And we won't Like destroy the movie And give you all the messages But for me The, the main you know Little defeat big when little smart First with head Then with heart um, um, Imagine me, 14 years old 17 years old you're, You don't belong anywhere With nobody You're smaller than everybody uh, what are you going to do?
1: I know he, Like I, I mentioned yesterday Like it just goes back to the resiliency Like that innate Resiliency of that little boy And it's, it's You just you, you bend but you don't break You just bend and bend and the wind might roll you around But you never, you never snap you bend,
0: bend, bend and bend and bend and Go, go back and Fall then. back Go all yeah. the way back Yeah yeah. So, mm-hmm. and, I, and I think, I mean, you know, that, uh, Eldridge Cleaver, Soul on Ice, like all these books that. I don't even know where I found half these books, but somewhere I found these books and they helped me be resilient. Because, so like in teacher training, um, Lisa's always talking about how women compare themselves to an imaginary woman that doesn't exist but that men compare themselves to actual people who have done things which is true but I'm like well if that guy can do that and that guy can do that I can for sure do this so I've, I've always done that but used it as a not as a competition against but in a competition with in that well, the DNA that's in them is in me, so I should be able to do this as well.
1: Yeah, and, you know, I can only speak from my experience, but, like, boys and girls from, just got taught differently, you know, from, from 70s and 80s when we grew up, and, like, I wonder what if he would have been a little girl? how would that have changed would it have changed the story there wouldn't have been any movie there wouldn't have been a movie yeah so growing up like it for me at least I didn't get those really like oh my residency came from somewhere else but you know it's different
0: yeah it's just a different
1: experience
0: well because it's or it has been oh new McAllister's yeah well thank god for McAllister's <laughs> uh mcallister's if you had a chance to check it out they have a really great um orange cranberry club and i get that with the potato salad and and it's not the mustard potato salad because i'm not a big fan of mustard potato salad but yeah it's you gross <laughs> <It's
1: laughs> thank you <laughs>
0: we had a uh, License, person's license plate that just said "you gross" and it was okay. at the perfect There's time. Thank you very much. Mustard potato salad. <clears throat> but it's yeah. sad though, yeah, because what if I was a little girl and I'd watch that movie and get a completely different message? Because I'm like, well girls can't do anything. So right, um, but, but
1: yeah, I can't. I don't reveal anything, but exactly, it was yeah.
0: Because she wouldn't have been allowed to box No
1: just mm-hmm. so different
0: Well we can hope
1: We can hope And we can create some change somewhere
0: Well, well alright so let's think. Alright so We've had this talk before about how like I'm, I'm mixed well we're both mixed But um, my father would always tell me To make sure that I put On my applications for jobs or whatever About Latin or Hispanic was the, the words that they, but Hispanic is a made up word. <laughs> yeah. So, Latin. Right. Um, and I don't know if it ever helped me get a job or whatever, but I know that it helped on uh, census type stuff. Like, oh, oh, we need one of you. <laughs>
1: right. You know, that kind of thing. Yeah, exactly. Um, Wildcard. Just go. Yeah. Where they needed
0: you. Right? Certainly. You can fit in any. Box that we need to have.
1: It's a gift in many ways.
0: And so, it, you know, they talk about white entitlement. I'm brown entitlement. And, and not, or well, also male entitlement. Because, <clears throat> well, alright, so, like, what did the movie say to you? Like, did it give you hope? Like, anyone could do that, or were you mainly focused? Because I'd never really focused on, oh, if he'd been a girl, this movie never would have been made.
1: And I hadn't really thought about. Do we just start this conversation at all? But I think that you know, would it? My purview was probably through the lens of a mother, and so thinking, how would my, if that was my son, if you know kind of looking it through that way. Right. Would he, you know, go,
0: you Going know, through his stuff.
1: Right.
0: I mean, I, I can see it as a father, but, like, I still see it as him and me.
1: Yeah. And, like, I could see, like, piece, pieces of myself in some of the main characters, like, the mentors and the teachers, like, you know, from that way, like, how important those roles are and to try to keep embodying those all the time.
0: Well, like... If not for the mentors and the people helping him out, what would he have... He wouldn't have gone anywhere. Because he wouldn't have had anyone to help him get through any of that. No. No. <clears throat> so, the, the importance of a mentor, a coach, a grandfather, uh, you know, people... The the boxing guy, you know, when he's like... I, I I can't live like this anymore. You know, he was living under the radar. Nobody was bothering him. He was able to run his boxing gym for black people and white people. Uh, and then he's like, I can't do this anymore. And then it didn't go well. Yeah. But when people finally step to a point where they're like, you know, I can't do this facade or this, these lies or this... BS anymore I have to be truthful
1: right
0: and that's a I mean that's kind of where we're at today right you know there's there's a lot of were were you listening earlier or paying attention when the guy was talking about not calling white supremacists white supremacists because that's what they want to be called and that you're basically just feeding into their ego that you should just call them what they are Nazis
1: Oh, well, that's
0: right, yes. Neo yeah. Nazis. Just call them neo Nazis. they are. Yeah. Don't. Because they're, they're not perpetrating p- anything new. No. This
1: is not original.
0: They're not. There's no science or anything. There's no Bible that says, you know, there's no nothing. It's just these people have their thoughts and their interpretation, and. That's true. So it's just very interesting.
1: Why don't we just start calling
0: things what they are? Well, we are. I mean, we are. But we're very few and far between. A culture, society—we we
1: tend to not do that.
0: With well, the the lady that we we're listening to her yoga class today of yoga philosophy, and she was talking about her friend who's from Nigeria, and her mom's like, "Oh, she's black. Mm-hmm. Oh, she's Nigerian. <laughs> she's mm-hmm. she's from Uganda. She's from Botswana. She's." About one, but here, right? You're black, you're white, you're brown, you're you know,
1: immediately categorized by what you look like. Yes, not even by the sound of your voice or your accent or anything, but by what you look like. How many times do you get asked, What are you when you're growing up? A giant,
0: that's funny. You say that Uh, a friend of mine who's also a swirly, like us, Uh um, she sent me an Apple link, I'll put it in the thing. Uh, that says that people finally recognizing mixed people and, and the questions that they asked and the very first question was, what are you? <laughs> <laughs> and But I think that that's been a good thing for us because I've never liked labels and I've never liked boxes and I've never liked being told what I am. You yeah, know, yeah, what are you? For me, I'm me. Right. Well, what's me? Uh, I'm me. <laughs> you know, I don't. I don't identify with anybody that doesn't identify with me. And people who identify with me are peaceful, happy people. Those are my people. You know, it doesn't matter what color, race, creed, nation you are. If you're a happy person and not an asshole, you are my people. Yeah,
1: exactly. And I am your people. Who you are, not what you are.
0: You
1: know. Yes. I've never thought to ask somebody, "What are you?" or even.
0: No, well, probably because we associate it with, like... I'm not going to ask, what are you? Because... Tell me
1: about who you are. I would like to get to know you.
0: Who are you, not what are you. That's a better... Judge me off of my driving. (laughs)
1: uh,
0: Or judge me off of my words, but don't just judge me. Because I look like something. Yeah. So the... And maybe, you know, I'll put the link for her class, too, because I thought that was a a very good class. It was a good on, class. It. Like, what is yoga, and why do you do yoga, and how we're all, even if you think you're doing it right, we're all probably doing it wrong. Yeah. But that's okay. Because we're doing it. Because you're doing it. Right. Oh. Ooh, sorry about that. So...
1: Also about the movie. Oh, okay. I really pre—not appreciated, but admired how he that he did not complain ever. No. Never complained. Never woe, Never maybe had sadness, but wasn't okay. wallowing or woe is me or being a victim. And if anyone could have, it could have been this young man.
0: The book. So the book's even better than the movie in the book it goes into a whole thing with the chicken and the chicken's his friend and chicken. and how awesome they are together um and then it goes a little bit more into the ceremony too okay uh but he I not he learned what he learned he learned he was a good student
1: of oh, not just academia but just of life of life he just kept learning
0: and I think that Whatever you do in your life, study your life, become a a philosophy major on what is your life, why are you here, what are you doing, you know? Because that'll, in your worst, darkest days, as long as you have an idea of why you're here, or at least a contemplation of why Just you're here, thinking about it. but... What were? Uh, what was it? Yesterday they were talking about beliefs and ideas, and how beliefs stick you into a hole where you're like, "Well, I believe this," and then you won't believe anything else. And you know, you can get into all the things that people believe. You know, someone said you're too fat or you're too this, and then you're like, "Oh," and you believe it. It's a belief right. that has now affected you. Right. Versus, ah, maybe I could lose a couple pounds. It's an idea. You know, and it's, but it's not a a judgment. Um, As you've said before, when we, you know, learn to be an observer of your life and look and go, okay, what would a regular person from the outside watching my life think about what I'm doing? Yeah. And, okay, well, then I shouldn't do this. Or, okay, I am doing the right thing. And just continue on and, when dots connect or Mm -hmm. you find people that can help you or you can help somebody else it's all there for a reason
1: absolutely yeah. and sometimes uh, when I'm seeing a client in private practice depending on kind of what their religious tendency is um, and they're like going on and on about themselves I'll say what if uh, a Christian what if Jesus was right here what would he be saying to you you fulfilling your potential or are you wasting time it's always an interesting answer
0: Well, which is why I love Bill Hicks so much yeah. because Bill Hicks comedian died of uh, cancer in 1994 amazing man he had a, he was saying these jokes and they, these people didn't like it and he goes well you're a Christian aren't you and they're <laughs> like yeah forgive me <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I'm, just I'm just saying forgive me Teach me. Teach me and let me listen. Yes. Which, my other thought today we were talking about, uh, I was saying about missionaries. And instead of being a missionary of like, hey, let me tell you about my God.
1: Conversion.
0: Why not do good deeds and show, hey, you know what, tell me about your God. It sounds pretty interesting. I'm thinking if he taught you to go help people. Yeah. Uh, which goes back to our my idea of volleyball being a game between two teams to keep the ball up. You know, if if the lesson or the goal was positivity, uh-huh. you know, it might make for a boring football game, I guess, but <laughs> in volleyball, the only one I can think of that would work, your goal is to keep the ball up. Uh-huh. It would make you a better, stronger volleyball player because you're working to keep it up and then maybe later on in life you convert it to okay now you want to pounce it and score and do that but um, because like so say in I want to say the Netherlands Europe they teach soccer but there are no goals and no games until they're like 13 but from 4 years old to 13 pass the ball, shoot the ball, dribble the ball all the the things it would teach you teamwork, team teamwork, teamwork, and then at thirteen, then they become becomes competitive. It's
1: so wise, right? Because you put these little kids in goalie or forward or striker when they're so little, and then they where's the value in that position?
0: Yeah.
1: And the team is not existent.
0: No. And when I was a soccer coach, I always. Chuck put kids in where they belong. I'm like, hey, all right, so you're maybe you don't like to run as much, right? So we'll put you in defense. Mm-hmm. But I still put as much effort in them and made sure that every, even if we were gonna lose, like, hey, this kid gets to play. Yeah. This just this is soccer, yeah. you know. Yeah. How is he or she gonna ever learn if they don't at least get to play? They're not. And so you know, or if a kid like excessively celebrated that they had scored a point, I'd pull them. Yeah, even my own kids, uh, so like everybody's like, Yay!
1: <laughs> you know, they
0: did one little yay, celebration. and then yeah, no, because there's no it reason just to. Turns into the, yeah,
1: the team is not going to feel good for them no matter what, so and it's not good
0: sportsman yeah. like conduct.
1: Be happy, don't be arrogant and gloating and
0: all that. Yeah, there's a really good, um radio, it was after World War II ended and Bing Crosby came on and was talking about how we should be gracious winners and just be humble and glad that it was over and I remember like, listen, that I mean, not when it originally happened because <laughs> I wasn't, I'm not that old but when I heard it and I was like, what if we could throw war and at the end everyone was like ah, alright, well we learned our lesson Mm -hmm. You know, it it solved whatever problem that we were fighting about to begin with. Yes. Because I've noticed, I don't think wars ever end.
1: Where's the debrief? Where's the lessons learned? Like every year should be an annual debrief about About. our wars, quote. Yeah. That's a rabbit hole, but imagine that. Imagine that. What did we
0: learn? We learned the power of one. Yeah. And one is all of us. We we're not different. We're not separate. No. We're not. We are all the same. Mm-hmm. Fingers, hands, thoughts. Talking about Cohen today, you know, he's like, I'm sad. I'm confused. I don't. The and I'm like, the entire planet is sad and confused at this moment. Yeah. <clears throat> you know, but you don't let sad, confusion, depression pull you down. You, how do I beat this how do I get better than this how do I get beyond this how do I get stronger and the best thing you can do is ask for help and PK the character asked for help yeah. he asked for a lot of help mm-hmm. and sometimes people could help him sometimes people couldn't help him um, but he did ask yeah. and, he, and he did what he could mm. and he made his world a better place
1: I guess you did. Yeah, the power of asking for help but and receiving it.
0: You know? Listening to it, taking it in, using it. Sometimes people are going to tell you the truth and you're like, ow. Mm-hmm.
1: But like a splinter, you just pull it out gently, okay, dust off your little wound, and yeah. then you keep going.
0: Keep on going. Mm-hmm. So, just like you will. Keep on swimming, keep on breathing, keep on moving. Cover, concealment, shoot and move. You will outflank or get to where you need to be in your all to be good.
1: Yeah. If you want to be good, it will be good. Yeah.
0: So, thank you for listening. Thank you. We appreciate you guys. You. And talk to you in the future.